Hello everyone and welcome back to Air Magique. Yes, today we're chatting all about Studio Tramp Tour Behind the Magic at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. But first, some park news. The Christmas decorations are all up all over Disneyland Paris and are looking so fantastic and magical. <laughs> A new highlight of mine this year is the new Main Street Christmas garlands that periodically display colorful light patterns that sync up with the Christmas tree. How cool is that? The official website has also been updated to stop all Disneyland hotel reservations after Saturday the 2nd of January in 2021, suggesting that the property may begin its ambitious refurbishment around that date. As with all refurbishment projects, this is subject to change. The last night you can stay at the hotel will likely be from Saturday the 2nd of January to Sunday the 3rd of January 2021. With the Walt Disney Studios 2 expansion construction scheduled to start at the end of this year, the permit to develop the land has been approved revealing a 2022 estimated operational opening for the lake, which oh, can't wait to see that lake. Filling up will require approximately six months and 37,000 cubic meters of water. Wow, that's a lot of agua. <laughs> no park goer boat service is planned at this time. However, the permit also lists a few fun details, such as a cleanup boat that will patrol the lake after every show, and perhaps even some cleanup floating robots. <laughs> so cute. I've got like Wally wearing a lifesaver in my head, just scooping up the debris. Frozen Musical Invitation is now in full swing in the animation celebration. I'll be giving you guys my thoughts on it very soon. From what I've seen, the performance and the sets look really nice. Olaf does make a digital appearance in the show, however, the movements do appear to be a bit jerky at the moment. I've been told they've used a puppet instead of a 3D animation on him. Now, I love puppetry, but also puppets don't have to be jerky, so <laughs> other than that, it's fantastic. The Animation Academy drawing classes will also be returning. The attraction itself is a drawing session with a Disney animator who teaches parkgoers to draw a Disney character. After finishing your artwork, you can take it home if you want, so that's a really fun free souvenir. Autopia's refurbishment is coming along nicely. The adjustments to the queue are being finalized right now. The last concrete pour on the roads was carried out at the beginning of last week, and the scaffolding is coming down, revealing the beautiful brass antennas on top of the station. The attraction is scheduled to reopen December 14th. And last but not least, the water has been drained from the Dumbo Fountain. This is a yearly and normal procedure done to protect the piping and the fountain area once temperatures start getting below freezing. It's getting chilly up in here, you guys. All the more to get us in the Christmas spirit, right? Yes, the studio tram tour behind the magic at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris is an attraction that has been around since opening day of the park. That's March 16th, 2002. This one has been around for a long, long time, probably longer than it should have, at least in its current state. The studio tram tour gives parkgoers the chance to peek behind the scenes of film production as well as two large physical effects sets, which are super cool. I'm going to get to those in a bit. Now, it was recently announced that the Studio Tram Tour will close on January 5th, 2020 to undergo a re-theme to Cars Route 66, which will reopen in the summer of 2020. As part of the major change, the attraction will receive a new entrance behind Toy Story Playland and all the final scenes will disappear. Hopefully, we'll also get some new scenes, which I'm very excited for. 
Disney released an upcoming park map where Catastrophe Canyon, which is really the highlight of the current attraction, is still featured in the redesigned attraction. So one detail that I actually noticed was that the truck's color has changed from red to blue on the map. So at least that's one thing we know now. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to turn the gasoline truck into a Cars-like character with an emotive face, kind of like Mac who carries Lightning McQueen wherever he needs to go in the first film. Well, guess what, kids? Now he's a gasoline truck and oopsie, there he goes blowing up. Scarred permanently for life. No, I'm sure they're going to come up with a great solution and make it work. I'm really looking forward to it. Now, today, parkgoers experience the attraction as follows. One enters the attraction via the Hollywood Boulevard section of the park under a facade of the Hollywood sign with the famous Hollywood Hills. By the way, you guys, a quick tip for those of you still riding the attraction this year. DLP occasionally offers different language tracks in each vehicle, so each tram car has its own designated language, which is super helpful if you are not a native English or French speaker or just, you know, feel more comfortable in another language. Now, the entire tour in its original format is hosted by a bilingual video of Jeremy Irons and Irene Jacob. Jeremy Irons, of course, we all know and love as the voice of Scar and the Lion King, as well as numerous other productions. Irene Jacob has starred in multiple European films such as Three Colors, Red, and The Double Life of Veronique. Now, both actors do a great job of narrating the tour, especially Jeremy Irons, whose British wit is always such a pleasure to listen to. Let's listen in on an excerpt from the tour. Bienvenue au Walt Disney Studios. Nous sommes très heureux de vous accueillir à bord du Studio Tram Tour Behind the Magic, le train qui vous conduit dans les coulisses du cinéma. Indeed, it's our pleasure to be your guides on the Behind the Magic Studio Tour. Un film, c'est bien plus que juste nous, les acteurs, en train de dire notre texte à l'écran. Enfin, ça, c'est ce qui est écrit dans mon scénario. Today, we're going to focus on the talented people who work behind the camera to make the magic, the mayhem, and the mocus. The tram ride portion of the attraction features several film props. Some of the most iconic include the gorgeous taxi cabs and airplanes from the film Pearl Harbor, as well as the fabulous submarine from the miniseries Dinotopia. Here's Jeremy Irons on the Dinotopia set. In the early days of cinema, almost everything was filmed on studio sets. This changed when French New Wave directors like Truffaut and Godard took their cameras to the streets. But shooting on location is not always practical. After all, not many cities will give you a permit for a tidal wave or an alien invasion. So today, many filmmakers still use the controlled environment of a studio backlot, like the set you see here from the dinosaur production, Dinotopia. They only build what they need for the actors, but to make this mythical city even more spectacular, the filmmakers brought in visual effects artists armed only with imagination and powerful supercomputers. They also added the story's biggest stars, the dinosaurs. But did you guys know that there are actually some props from now defunct Walt Disney World attractions in the tour? If you've been wondering where the Mesa Verde hovercraft from Epcot's Horizons went, look no further because <laughs> they're on the tramp tour. As well as a stripped iguanodon animatronic from Animal Kingdom's Discovery River Boats. Jeremy Irons and Irene Jacob also discuss other aspects of film production on the tour. When only the real thing will do, the physical effects department goes to work to create fire, explosions, and rain. Will you tell those computer guys to give it a break, please? We're talking about physical effects here. I'm sorry. 
On the upcoming set, they're shooting a scene that's loaded with physical effects. It's extremely dangerous and completely off limits. Shall we? Now, my personal highlight from the Studio Tram Tour has always been Catastrophe Canyon, which is a large-scale physical effects demonstration set featuring pyrotechnic effects as well as 265,000 liters or around 70,000 gallons of water. The water pumps are strong enough to launch a person 100 meters or about 330 feet into the air, you guys. It's insanity. To pivot back to the redesign of the attraction here for a second, while the canyon theme does work well with the visuals of the Cars film, at the moment you'll notice that Catastrophe Canyon's exterior is completely bare bones as you approach it in the tram. So I wonder whether or not we're going to get some new gorgeous rock work put on the exterior, just to make it feel less movie-setty. What's also really funny is that it's been a while since its last refurb, so a lot of black discoloration has built up where the fire effects will appear. So the attraction is kind of spoiling you <laughs> ahead of time pertaining to its own effects. Also, there's a portion where fire should climb up some pipes to cause a larger explosion at the top of the canyon which has not been active recently, but the huge explosion at the top of the canyon is definitely a lot of fun to see. Warms you up a little bit on those cold winter days. Let's listen in on an excerpt from the tour. The beauty of a backlot is that you can turn a corner and be anywhere. London, for example, but London as you've never seen it before. Scorched by dragons. On a préféré utiliser un studio plutôt qu'endommager tout un quartier de Londres par les flammes que lancent de vrais dragons. Now, to contrast the first major set, the second one from that Matthew McConaughey dragon film that no one remembers, Reign of Fire, has always been somewhat underwhelming. Now, in terms of styling and set design, really just visually, it makes for an impressive post-apocalyptic London landscape. But in terms of showmanship and demonstration of physical effects, it's literally a dragon growling, and then a small jet of flame that just shoots out of the ground. So, I don't know about you, but I've seen folks on YouTube light their farts on fire that were more impressive than this. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, but especially coming from Catastrophe Canyon, which is such an impressive display of physical water and pyrotechnic effects, the Reign of Fire demonstration is especially underwhelming. Imagineers wanted to create a studio tour at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris similar to the former studio backlot tour at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida, where the tour was once one of the park's signature attractions. What's always been my issue with the attraction is that it doesn't focus on the greatest works of cinema altogether, like Great Movie Ride in Florida did, for example, which really gave it a timeless feel. But it pretty much only focuses on blockbusters from the late 90s and early 2000s, which really caused the tram tour to feel super outdated really fast, especially since the props haven't been updated for the most part. The Reign of Fire film was even a box office bomb, so it's no wonder folks writing the tram tour today won't know it for the most part. Another quick tip for you guys, you get the best views of Catastrophe Canyon by choosing a tram car from the middle or the rear and sit on the very left-hand edge. Keep smaller kids away from the edge though, they really won't appreciate those fire effects. I've seen a lot of crying scared children. <laughs> Place them more towards the center of the attraction and just give them a quick heads up about what's about to happen on the attraction. It makes a huge difference. Now as time went on and the Walt Disney Studios Park grew, it became apparent that the tram tour's location right at the northern center of the park was really a hindrance. 
the attraction's route has already been altered twice to make room once for Toy Story Playland and for Place de Remy. 2008's opening of the Tower of Terror also required its entrance facade to be replaced with the Hollywood sign we have today. Now the Cars Route 66 refurb will see the track significantly shortened and reworked once again, this time to make room for the upcoming Star Wars and Frozen Lands coming to Walt Disney Studios Park. Now back in 2016 it was announced that the Studio Tram Tour would undergo an extensive refurbishment as part of Project Sparkle. The planned upgrade would have seen Marvel, Star Wars and Cars replace the existing set pieces and props. However, this plan was ultimately scrapped when Disney decided to go all in with the $2 billion Walt Disney Studios Park expansion, which I'm really happy they went with that one. <laughs> you know, writing the attraction when it opened in 2002 was a very different experience from writing it today. Everything felt so fresh and new. I was so excited to see the Dinotopia set back then, as I just watched the entire series on television as well as Cruella de Vil's fabulous car from 101 Dalmatians, which was so fresh in the mind back then. At the end of it all, the Studio Backlot Tour is a celebration of film and the many aspects that make up our favorite features. We'll never forget you, Studio Tram Tour. Bon voyage. And with that, we fade out from our Behind the Magic Tour. We hope you share our admiration for the amazing craftspeople, writers, directors, and all who help us actors make dreams real. Un studio de cinéma, c'est tellement de choses. Un atelier d'artistes, une scène pour les comédiens, une machine à tremblement de terre, un nid de dragon, et surtout, un endroit où l'on fait vivre des rêves pour les partager avec le monde entier. Even though our tour is over, keep your eyes open. You never know who you might run into here at the studios. Bonne fin de journée et restez attentif. On ne sait jamais qui on peut rencontrer. Il cinema è bello. Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen und viel Spaß. Adios. Un beso a todos. Au revoir. Nous sommes heureux d'avoir pu partager avec vous notre amour du cinéma. Goodbye. And if you see any real dragons out there, slay them for me, will you? That's a wrap. If you have any questions regarding Disneyland Paris or you'd just like to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under at Airmagique. We've also recently started up the old Airmagique YouTube channel where we'll be going back into our episode catalog to release visual podcasts so you can see your favorite episodes as we chat about a bunch of fun topics. The first one is already out now. It's Hidden Mickeys with Niels from at Capturing Disney Parks. So there's a link down in the show notes if you want to run right over and check it out. <laughs> Please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever the platform of your choice is, and we would very much appreciate it if you could leave us a quick rating and review on your favorite platform. It really does help new folks discover the podcast, so thank you so much, you guys. Also, thank you to dlptips.com, dine-dlrp.de, dlpgeek.com, at dlpreport, and dlpwelcome on YouTube, all of which are the excellent sources for the information compiled in this episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining me today for Emergeek. This is Eric. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
Aerojake is an unofficial podcast made with love and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its subsidiaries. This episode is not sponsored. All promotional or advertised content will be clearly identified. Audio excerpts and citations are used for educational purposes only. Copyright the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. <laughs>